everybody, welcome back to BK's Bullets uh, special video games edition with Brent and Jim, round two, meaning uh, this we recorded for like 10 minutes and I realized the stupid recorder didn't turn on as is a history with comic timing. Uh, you're welcome, Jim. You had like 10 minutes of good thoughts there and uh, you kind of, I don't know if you want to reiterate oh, yeah. them all. Maybe you'll boil it down again and be a little more succinct. I could. I could. First things first, yay for government engineering. Yay! <laughs> That's um, all we have to say. It's been six months since we last recorded. We, we missed you guys. We were doing math last time, and we realized it was a long time. Um, then we started it again, and then the lawnmower guy came, so now we're starting it a third time. <laughs> This is really like BK's well, bullets I didn't, number like 14 well, by I, now. I didn't do the countdown when the lawnmower guy the came. The lost episodes are hidden somewhere in cyber. That's why you should pay $1,000 like E3 and come to listen to these recordings live. Right. Because you wouldn't have missed anything. So as we were talking about before, E3 is coming Monday. Monday. So Monday is Jim's national holiday. National holiday. He's taking the day off from work. Oh. He's sitting at home in his underwear. Underwear. He's not going to shower. He's not going to brush his teeth. And he's just going to sit what? in front of his computer and or television and watch the E3 presentations. Why he does I? this every year. Now, I have no confirmation that he sits in his underwear and does not shower to brush his teeth. However, that's a little mental picture I just wanted to paint. Um, I don't know why. Thank I, you. I, it's probably because of my man crush for Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Those tickets are $1,000 to come see me. Only 1000 oh, Take my money. Take, shut up and take my money. Um, all right, so E3's coming up. What we were talking about was Nintendo, again, not going. Said, fuck E3. Fuck E3. Although we were talking about how since they're doing Nintendo Direct, it's kind of like to the everyman, so I think that's a good move. Nintendo, Nintendo is in a different place than Sony and in Microsoft. Being so, that they're way, way behind. Way behind. So <laughs> for them, changing it up and mixing it up, I have no issue with that. I think that's great. Now, do you think it's a little weird that Nintendo was the giant with the N64 and the Super Nintendo and the original Nintendo, and now they're, they're like the niche market? What it all really came down to, if you, re if you research like me and study, study this... Nintendo was the king, and when they were the king, they hurt a lot of small companies. If you remember on the original, original Nintendo Entertainment System, on certain games, there would be a gold um, emblem or whatever that said... Seal. The Nintendo Seal Certified of Certified Nintendo. Yes, and they put third company vendors through the ringer to get that. Now, you could publish without right. having that seal, but boy, did it really hurt your sales. And what Nintendo ended up doing because was... Because it was like a quality game yes, when you got that seal, yes, right? So you knew it was for real. And what ended up happening was, as these companies disbanded because Nintendo really drove them out, they turned their back on Nintendo, and that's why you really don't have third-party support on Nintendo games anymore. Because, Still. Because there's bad blood in the industry. Is yes, the same guy running it? No, we're talking 20 years. I mean, you got to keep... This is all back in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, this is 20, 30 years ago. But people haven't forgotten. Now, the only, the, under the guise of, well, Nintendo's hardware is inferior. And yes, Nintendo has taken a weird approach. If you recall, the GameCube was those mini CDs. Right. Now, they did go away from cartridges, which was good. But by then, everybody was going optical media. PlayStation had gone optical media. Sega Saturn... Or, um, 
Yeah, Sega Saturn, although kind of short-lived, had gone optical media. The Dreamcast, same thing. So Nintendo was kind of behind the times on that. So people will say, oh, well, it's because, you know, game companies don't care. They don't have a memory. They just want to sell units. They don't care who they sell them to. That's partially true. Nintendo technologically has been behind the times. Wii U isn't as powerful as the PlayStation 4. But what is? Hey! Nothing. <laughs> Fuck you, Xbox. But, um... <laughs> but, um... You know, the, game, the, Wii, the original Wii wasn't as powerful as the Xbox 360 or the PlayStation 3. So they've always been behind the times. Anyway, however, there's a lot of bad blood. So, all that said... Nintendo's kind of just off in La La Land. They're on their own different development cycle. They release consoles at different times than anyone else. They're doing very different things. And that's refreshing as long as Nintendo stays relevant. So Mario Kart 8 came out. Right. Um, and they're... Which, uh, to me, I was like, 8. Oh, my God, they've had 8. Now, I, know, I remember playing Mario Kart on the Game Boy Advance. I remember they right. had a DS version. Yeah. Did they have a 3DS yes. as well? Yes. Mario so that Kart is 7. three versions. And I don't even know. They had Double Dash. They had... SNES. They had Double Dash. Uh-huh. They had N64. So uh-huh. that's three and three. So that's six. Yeah, they had Mario Kart 64. Um, so where's the two other ones? There's some Game Boy ones. There's was a, there a Wii? There was a Wii one? Or was that Double Dash? There was a Wii one. Was that Double Dash? No. The Double Dash was on GameCube. Okay. So, so that's seven. So what they did, yeah. So, so basically, I'm like missing one more. There, it might be another Game Boy one okay. or something. So they're, so they they've they've had um you know through the history of the uh, of the whole series, they're just n- non they're numerical. So what's good about this is, I mean, good and bad. They said that the Wii, they they said that the Mario Kart Eight has driven sales of the Wii U up like seven hundred and fifty percent. Should have been their launch title, right? Right. It well, should have been their launch title. So you're saying 750%. You're thinking, holy cow. But you and I both know that if your numbers are low, right. you know, two as opposed to one, now you're starting to get some really goofy percentage. That's 100% right there. Right, exactly. Double myself. So it's good that, you know, Nintendo is making money on this. Now, the, I mean, Nintendo as a company is like loaded because a lot of all the third party stuff they did in the past, they got royalties on that. But everything Nintendo sells is Nintendo. There's, you're not going to buy Batman Arkham City Black Edition or Armored Edition yeah. or Origins, whatever the hell it was, on the Wii U. It's just like a, an afterthought. Well, because I've already played it two years ago. Exactly. So what you are going to play in Nintendo is you're going to buy their console. You're going to buy the Mario games, Kid Icarus, Star Fox, Zelda, yeah. Kirby. And what all these things have in common is they're all Nintendo. Donkey right. Kong. So they're all Nintendo. So they're getting all that. They're getting hundred percent of all those profits. They're not giving any money away to anyone. So Nintendo is like not going anywhere. People always say, "Oh, Nintendo's on their last." No, Nintendo could just live off their. And, in, and anytime interest. those games do come out, right? There's never, there's never like a piss poor game. Nintendo, that's I will come say, out or or a middling review. You know, it's all been. Fairly positive to very extremely high. Very high highly rated. The only time I've ever heard of Nintendo patching a game was on the latest Legend of Zelda. I think it was Skyward Sword. And I bought it. I haven't played it yet, but I'll get around to it. Um, they uh, It's like two years ago. For the, for the Wii, for not the even Wii. the Wii U. 
There okay, was Twilight a, Princess was the first one. that I played that one. Right. Well, what I was starting to say was the only patch they've ever done, talking about their quality, was on, I believe, Skyward Sword, and there was a part of the game where if you did things out of order, you could get stuck. And they patched it. And everyone's like, a patch for a Nintendo game? What is that? So, I mean, that just kind of shows you how different Nintendo's philosophy right. is. So, yeah, they take a brunt of a lot of jokes, and we were watching the My Body is Ready from Reggie, and they've... I, I wouldn't be opposed to Nintendo changing up their management a little bit because it might not be a bad idea, but they are so far removed from everyone else now, I don't think they care that you care anymore. They're just like, whatever. Buy it or not, whatever. We're not going nowhere. Well, it's almost like like when I have kids, you know, I got one on the way, but I don't know if she's going to be interested in video games. So possibly my son, if I'm buying him a system, I'm more inclined to buy a Nintendo system for him because... They have that family-friendly couch play, ready-to-go, out-of-the-box. Like, all those, right. you know, Mar Super Mario Wii U or whatever the fuck that's called has that two-player compatibility right out the box. Love Donkey it, Kong is that way. Mm -hmm. uh, Mario Kart definitely is that way. And it's just kind of, it's there, it's for kids. You not have to worry about uh, content or anything like that. So I, I kind of think that's maybe where their strength lies and their... That's what they're leveraging to make their profits now. They probably recognize it. Yeah. That you know, but I feel like it's kind of weird that they kind of you know devolved into a niche brand. Right. To whereas now there's like no, I'm sure there's M-rated games that had the Zombie U or whatever the fuck that was, but I don't know. Yeah, that's the blessing and the curse of Nintendo games is that Nintendo that, has always got the stigma of being a kids game, which is cool, but kids aren't. They're making kids games for other consoles. So Nintendo's like niche market is starting to kind of be what what on. kids names for other consoles are there other like I know the Lego ones a lot of but the I'm Lego hard games to think of some other ones other than like Knack Minecraft was obviously Minecraft is more popular than Mario now and that is everywhere that's on your cell phone right so like the days of like growing up like cut your teeth on Mario has been replaced with like Angry Birds and Minecraft and Terraria which is a Minecraft clone that's like what kids are playing now. At least the ones that I, you know, what I see on the. But internet. I mean, as far as consoles go. So you could what get are some kid games. That I have overlooked, other than all the Lego ones, which seems like there's two or three a year. No, that's true, but you know that the other, the other. Like the, we've got Lego Hobbit that's out. There's so many. Lego games. Marvel superheroes, which there's just so came much. out. They just announced Lego Batman Three, which is in space. Tons of Lego games. Um, um but the thing with. The, the little kid games is that, um, you know, Mario is Mario. So if you had Mario for your Nintendo, the original Nintendo, yeah, it looks shinier and prettier now, but it's still the same kind of core game. So if people like me kept their old stuff, they might not necessarily go buy the new stuff. They'll go buy a new console instead. Right. Because there's, I, I wish I had more Nintendo. I, I, I miss it. But they have the all these virtual stores and everything to get those old games, and it's really not taken off because... A lot of people are like, yeah, I played Mario. That was fun. But no, another new Mario? Okay, great. So Nintendo's kind of like really leaning on their famous fa their famous names to carry their franchises. And I mean, like with Mario Kart 8, for example, um, when I played that, um, I noticed that they kind of shoehorned in the zero gravity. That was supposed to be the fun new draw, zero gravity. But they kind of shoehorned it in. It didn't necessarily like, I don't know. I didn't see it and say, whoa, zero gravity. I've never seen this before in a game. My mind's blown. So they kind of like, they're, they're kind of struggling a little bit, waffling. But I, I, 
when I see that their sale numbers go up and that they're still innovating and like the new Smash Brothers is coming out, I'm excited. So I'm in. I'm in their camp. I got one. But I think most people will look as the Wii U as like a second console. That's what it's kind of now. It's like, well, you go get your Xbox One or your PlayStation 4 and that's your main. And then get a secondary Wii U when you got some spare money. And that's how that's exactly how I view mine, and that's exactly how I play mine. When I get bored of PlayStation Four, I'll go play my Wii U. Mm-hmm. That's like a backup. So, PS Four breaks, you have a Wii U to fall back. It would on. never break, but if it, if <laughs> I don't know, if Sophie were to step on it, not like my Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, which I went through two of them. I have not heard any horror stories from I haven't either. either camp on I heard that a little front. bit about the Xbox One eating CDs, but I heard as much griping as that. I saw some that. griping about PS4 overheating, too, I was going to say, I've seen an equal number of gripes as the PS4 either being dead on arrival or overheating. So, has yours, Have you noticed yours being, being hot? Well, you were over here. We were over here that one time, the last time I was over here, back in like 87, <laughs> when we were playing Assassin's Creed and it crashed. Yeah, it did. And it, it asked for like an error report. So I've never seen one again since then. But um, the only time I've had my PlayStation freezes with PlayStation now, but I can't blame PlayStation for that. Right. So um, so PlayStation now, you're in the beta for that. That's I PlayStation's am. video game. That was a good segue. Archive. I know. I'm Whoa! pretty good at segues. I've done a lot of podcasts. We know how to do segues. So you're in the beta for that. I'm in the beta. It's for a closed the- beta, correct? I believe it is... Because you're not having beta. to pay for the service right now. Yes, but they most people use that term very liberally now. From my understanding, not everybody who has a PlayStation is in this. And I have it for both 3 and for 4. Right. But so, PlayStation, if you don't know, PlayStation Now is PlayStation's video game archive streaming service. So, if you have a PS4, this is their way of, of doing backwards compatibility for certain games which they get the license Licenses to the ultimate goal from what the sh- the slides they showed way back when when they debuted this. Not saying it's going to happen, but is that since the processing happens on the cloud, on the cloud, not Microsoft's the cloud. cloud. I'll get to that later. The cloud is our master. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm thinking the claw from Toy Story. I'm sorry. <laughs> the claw. The claw is our master. It chooses who will stay and who will go. <laughs> wow, he's practiced that for weeks. I, I have. Checking the box. He's patting himself on the back right now. If you're in the background. <laughs> um, the goal is that since the processing will happen not on your device, you could eventually play PlayStation 3 games on your cell phone. Or any other... Because it's not processed locally. That's the goal. Right. Any device. Cell phone, tablet, computer, anywhere you want. That would be cool. I that's would, what they're going for. That would be cool if I could get a secondary controller for my iPad and pay for PlayStation Now. Yes. And not have to pay for a used console. I would do that just to play God of War 3 in the Uncharted series. I think that would be a fantastic thing. Because, you know, then I would... I would have to be online and, and have a dedicated time, but yeah. you know, I would find a way to do that just to play God of War three. Right. And with my connector, I could I could throw it up on my TV from my iPad. There you go. So right now, um, in the beta, um, and I don't even know if there's an NDA, but I'm not saying anything that no one's already seen. You can buy it for you could buy a game for a day, a week, or a month. 
Right now, so, it's one day, seven days, twenty-eight days. So have you you've put money into it, even though it's a beta? It's just everything says free, but it shows that there's different price. Okay. It doesn't show what the price points are. So when it's open for everybody, it'll have different price points. Right, and I would assume that you would. I would assume that the idea is you'd get hooked on a game and then buy it. That would be my guess. Um, my experience with it, they got about maybe fifteen games you can play that vary from. Um, I think there's a few PlayStation Two games on there. Uh-huh. But I know there most of them were threes, and I've played them on the three, and I've played them on the four. Um, it works flawlessly, which blows my mind. So what have you been playing or streaming? So stream playing, um, the, play streaming. The one I've been playing <laughs> the most is they have one of the Dead Islands on there. I don't know which. I don't know. I don't. You have that. It's not the first Dead Island. It's called like Riptide or something. Okay. Or Razor I think Tide it's the second one. Yeah. It's like an expansion. I don't know. I don't really care. I played it for five minutes. So I was like, eh. But um, it works awesome. I love it. And I'll tell you that like I've only had it crash once. Like crash like lock up my system, unplug it physically from the wall. Wow. But it the way it tracks your achievements, it I compartmentalizes everything. Your, for example, like your PlayStation button, mm-hmm. which would normally hit it and it take you back to the home menu. That's like the pause button it's, for the streaming. It's like service. an in between. The touchpad is utilized as like a pause button now for if you're using the four controller. They did a really good job mapping all the controls and mapping everything together, and it works. There's zero once it loads. There once it like there's like a buffer period where well, like the, ma- the mapping controls. Shouldn't be an issue because they haven't changed their from three to the four design. No, it's the same sticks. from PlayStation Two. The rumble feature works on three or four, which I was amazed to see. Um, but it's once it, it does like an initial buffer period for like a minute and a half where it's like spooling up. But once it's done, there's no loading screens. There's no wait time. Wow. When you go from zone to zone, and it's you like don't know you haven't noticed any lag. Zero lag, even on shooting, even on like because there's a sniper game on there. I was playing with that. Uh-huh. Zero lag on latency on anything. You would not know you yeah. were playing. Have wireless. you done any multiplayer options on the streaming part? I have not, and I don't even know if there's any of the games that have provisions for that. There might be. I don't. Oh no! What? You know what? There was because on Dead Island, other people can join your game. So some dude joined my game when I was running around with them, uh-huh. and we were talking on our headsets, and it was fine. Wow! And, and I, so, I mean, that's cool. I, and now this was all. Now I have. Uh, Broad, I have like Bright House, like Roadrunner, which is like 80 megs a second or whatever. Right, but you're not using all that bit. But I'm land, yeah. But I'm plugged in to the router, so I'm like, I'm getting like a, I'm getting probably 35 to 40 upstairs. It recommends five or greater. I would assume, obviously, with the low internet, it's going to suck and buffer. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen that because I'm plugged in. But if you were going to get this and you weren't plugging in, you're an idiot. Right. You, that's just a no-brainer. Or you'd have to have a hell of a Wi-Fi connection. Right. So I love it. Um, I don't know how long the beta is till it ends. I would suspect with E3 around the corner next week. Next week, Monday. I know. I would expect PlayStation to talk about it more. I I I, I would bet we would see pricing or bundling it in with the PlayStation Plus, but raising PlayStation Plus or having like a Plan A, Plan B. Right. I personally, because I keep all my old consoles from the PlayStation on. I don't really think I'd use it. There might be some fringe titles out there that I missed. I was like, ooh, I really want to play that. But for a guy who's got everything, like, it doesn't really do a whole lot for me. But for someone who doesn't have a PlayStation, like Brent, who's an idiot, 
<laughs> um, I would say this is a no-brainer, dude. This thing is like rock solid. Now, again, it is a closed beta. There isn't a stress test. Is it going to crash? Is it going to be peak hours with all this government, Congress, uh, what do they call that? Um, net neutrality. Net, all that. Is that going to play into it? Don't know. But uh, if you have a good internet connection as of today, June 5th, 2014, and you plug it in and you get in this beta, you will not know you're playing. You will not know your consoles in a diskless state. And I love that. So they did a kick-ass job. And it blows my mind. It blows my mind that Xbox did not do this. With all the crap they talked about with the cloud. The cloud! This would have been like the hook. This would have got you in. And they blew it. Yeah. Blew it. Now, I don't know if it's a Don Matrick thing. Fuck him. I don't know who it is. But, man, I am hoping to gosh that Phil Spencer, who's the new Xbox guy... He's going to come out on E3 this Monday at 12.30. I know the times. <laughs> and I hope he comes out and just really leverages the whole idea of the cloud and really leverages some of the cool online capability that Xbox has and just blows people away because they really need the help right now. So you'd like to see a similar service on Xbox, you're saying? Yeah. There's a lot of old school Xbox games that could benefit from the service. And if Xbox is really... You know, I mean, think about it. Like, I know you don't have an Xbox One. I've always said, until Halo, a good Halo. Caveat. Or, well, or Gears we, comes out. We bought 4 together, and I don't remember you dissing I 4. I loved it. But it seems like now, no, you're you're. No, anytime no. you talk about Halo Four, you're no. you're downing it or whatever. The because story was kind of weird. You know it was. They introduced new villains. What what do you fucking want? I was tired of beating the same fucking aliens, so I'm glad they threw those guys in there. I loved Halo Four for the sound effects. To me, Halo has never had a for me. Who I I started at Halo Two. Halo has never had a coherent story for me. It's always like too complicated or whatever. Like you know, Halo Three was the best to me. Halo Three is a gold standard. Okay. Period. So the way they ended Halo Three, they could have ended Halo, and I don't think anyone would have complained. They came back and did Reach, pretty damn good game. I got the fat head on my wall in Noble Six, on my wall, hundred dollar fat head. He's the man. Thumbs up. I didn't play ODST. I liked Reach. I didn't play ODST. I heard that was kind of lame. Halo 4 was badass when they added all the... They redid every sound effect I remember you game. playing it, yeah, and calling me and I'm being like... i to tell you! Dude, those sound effects are killer! killer. Woo! <laughs> um, what burned me out on Halo 4 was their... Um, that uh, Spartan Ops mode. It just was like, here's a room of 80,000 guys. Mission, insert yeah. mission here, go. And they really sold that, and it was like, eh. and I don't know. It was fun. I liked it. Yeah, and they only they only had four or five maps, and they're just kind of recycling. So the same I don't maps. want to be critical on Halo Four or overly critical on Halo in general. I like it. I'm the reason I say a good Halo or Gears, which would be my entry point into an Xbox One. Short of that, I will not get it. Is I'm really concerned with what Microsoft is and is not doing with their the available resources in the console. We've talked about this before. I, I read. I read today. Um, the development kits. Development. No, I, I don't know who it was. Somebody from Xbox said that the Kinectless Xbox One. Yes. Has more. Ten uh, percent more capability 10 more or whatever. Power. 
Now, you can't, since... What I don't understand, though, is how they're going to leverage that. Right, that's the problem. Because if you're selling a, a connectless SKU, and yes, okay, maybe the capacitors are a little bit different because they, you know, you had to get something new. But basically, it should work. The, they should all work the same. That's the problem. So I don't know how you're going to leverage that 10% out of all the Xboxes, you, the 5 million Xboxes you've made, you're sold, not, you can't. and leverage that on games in the future. There's you no can't. way. The only thing I've seen from Comcast... They'll have to do an expansion pack like N64 did. That's so ghetto. I don't even know if it has provisions for that. I well, I well, don't even think there's a way to do that. That's what I mean. I don't know if that's... You plug it into one of your USB ports or something like that, and know. it's a hard drive of extra chips and extra power. Power! I don't know, but what's what, what, what worries me is that just how the game... Just how the Wii U put all their eggs in the game pad, in the game pad basket. That this gamepad, the controller they have, this is going to revolutionize nope. gaming. It didn't. But they put all their eggs in that basket, and now they're boned. What they should have done is done like a smart glass type shit. And like, use what you already have. Right. And use that and be able to tie in and, you know, mess with people's games. So just how Wii U did that, Xbox put all their eggs in the Kinect basket, and nobody liked it. From day one, people were like, this blows. People were like, rioting in the streets... I saw online petitions. Well, the you original, saw all the video. How about all those pictures of people taking in all their Xbox stuff to send the message? I'm doing the air quotes to Microsoft and jumped on PlayStation Three camp before it even the four came out because they were so mad and no one wanted Connect. Nobody wanted it, and now they bundled it in. They being Xbox bundled it in, and they said we're forcing you to do it. Now they're taking it out. Now people, either you can unplug it or not use it and you get this unallocated uh, memory back. But you're right. It's, it's not going to make the console more powerful because they're going to have to code to the lowest common denominator. It is, it is what it is. So it, Exactly. So, so for me... The they way, blew it my, so hard. My question it. is, Yes. I've, I've already kind of decided I'm going to go the Xbox route again because I'm already in gold and I already have all those archived games. And, right. You know, I'm already in that ecosystem. I wasn't in both. I was only in Xbox. So for me, whenever I get an Xbox One, it's not going to be a choice of PS4, Xbox One. I've kind of already made that decision. I'm going to go with Xbox, live or die, um, until they... Not until they crash and burn. I mean, they could really burn the next round or whatever, but... That's what I'm saying. I'm most likely yeah, they're not going 85% to right. going to get an Xbox One and never get so a So there's PS4. still 15% of sanity left. <laughs> yes. So, but, go to so when I go, and it's, it's going to be after they release this connectless SKU, should I go and buy that connectless Xbox One? Or should I go and get the one that has a Kinect and the Titanfall bundle for $500 and spend the extra 100 bucks and get an extra game? Yeah. Whereas I'd be spending almost the same amount of money that Connectless SKU, well, right. they haven't specified yet, probably won't have a game bundled in with it. No, I don't think it will. Or the probably not the headset or all this other stuff. And so now, now that doing this, I think it's going to make those ones with it bundled in a, a better, it makes it a better value. And I've talked with you about this at work too. Yeah, it's only, if you do the math, it's only $40 for the Connect because you get Titanfalls, right. 60 and then the difference. So... But um, I'm, I'm still wary of this extra 10% that they're going to be able to use. Now, are they going to be able to to pull that out of the hardware software-wise with a new software development kit? And when a certain game rolls up, it turns off the Kinect? 
Now, if I have a connect plugged in and I'm still using the voice commands and shit like that, snap this, snap that, if your game turns off my connect and I want to do something, snap whatever, you, it won't, it's, there's no win situation for them. They can never turn off that connect listening for those people that already have it and want to use that feature. Yes, they've, they've, and from what I've read, yes, a lot of people like that voice feature. The people that do have the Xbox do like the connect and the voice shit. So, you're right. Um, no, they really blew it. I, I don't know if they realize the implications of this. Way back when, a year ago, or two, whenever they debuted the to me, Xbox One. To and, me, I would have just lowered the... I would have said, same skew, lowering the price of 100 bucks. We're going to eat our shit on this just to sell more units. Right. And say, because, yes, we're still forcing connect down your throat, but... For hundred bucks less, we're gonna take less of a cut on it. Yeah, just unplug it. If to you me, know. I would have done that instead of had all this SDK and you know different SKUs and all this other crap. So what blows my mind is that the Connect is nothing more. Most people use the Connect for nothing more than a glorified microphone. Right. Well, there's no Connect games out there. But even if there was, uh, okay. So most people, yes, the voice command. That's you're a false statement. About, there are. Connect games out there, connect no, I know, sports I know. rivals. I know, but my point is, is that I'm sure there will be another Dance Central before the year's out. It just goes back to why couldn't you have just have bundled all of this voice connectivity into the existing headset, and you just wear the headset when you're playing, even if you're playing by yourself, and just say Xbox record this, and it does it. Well, you could have put the microphone in the box if that's all it was. That's what I mean. It's it's it, so it it really comes down to like the engineers who thought this through sold. Xbox executives, and I, I'm I'm specifically naming the former guy Don Matrick, because he's a fuckhead, right. and he's gone. Thank God, he's the worst thing that happened in that company. But um, I could spend I could do a four hour podcast on his stupid ass. <laughs> I hope he's listening. Fuck you, Don. Um, what seriously though, you know, um, goofy looking motherfucker. Well, <laughs> we all have our fault. We're no prize either, buddy. Well, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we have a face for radio, but um. <laughs> What I was going to say was their design team, when they initially, going back to, and not to harp on this because we talked about this at length, when they had a choice of the design, when they released the design and people bit and they stuck to their guns, people didn't like it, but they should have stuck to their guns. Phil Spencer coming in, who I think is going to turn that company around, I really believe it. He seems like a really good guy from what I've read and what I know of his interviews and everything. He seems like a gamer's gamer. I like him. He's going to turn the company around, but by doing what he did or whoever decided to pull the connect out, you totally segregated your audience and your existing fan base, and you're going to code to the lowest common denominator, so it's a big nothing at the end of the day. Right. And it's just, it's continued misdirection of the, the message, whatever the message is from Microsoft, and it's upsetting as a gamer that the company, as good as they are, is waffling as bad as they should. They should be, I would expect this out of like a startup company. I would not expect this out of... I mean, these guys owned the last generation. With third console in. They owned Xbox 360. I mean, and that was I their bled, second attempt. Second I, attempt. Bled, I bled Xbox screen. I love that console. And I know I'm in the majority when I say we were all really burned by that. And we continue to be burned by that. And what message does it send that I have to have the Kinect, but now I don't need it? And as a game developer, and it's screw not you guys, if you were developing a game, I know Harm I think it was Harmonix. Harmonix was like great. Came out and they're like, shit, because now you just cut our audience in half again. Not so good. Yeah. It's, it's sad. So I'm looking, I mean, we kind of tie this into E3. 
I'm looking for Microsoft to come out and cut the shit with these weird messages and just lay it out and be done with it. And this is the message period. They really need to address this connect thing. They really need to answer the question about which is magical 10%. I mean, to me, 10% is like a frame rate. 10% is nothing. We're buying like one or two frames a second. That's, we're not going to get like 1080 versus 7, whatever. Ten, so yeah, 10% is not going to move rise from 900 to 1080. No right. way. So what are we going to get? A little sm- So am I going to get a little smoother experience? Well, okay, maybe I'll bite on that. It's a little nicer experience. But, you know, when you tell me that I have to have the connect and it's a future of gaming and I tell you it's not, and then a year later you go, it's not, who's, who's selling what to well, who? Well, it is, just you don't want it. That's their message. It is the future of gaming. It is this awesome, powerful sensor that right. can tell your fingers apart. And what they did with the Kinect for Xbox One versus 360 is just at looking at the sensors alone is nothing short of astounding. Yes. If you really get down into the science of it, it is astounding the thing that that bar does. Totally. However, it's a beast of a motherfucking bar. And like I have my speaker bar on the front of my on the sitting on my entertainment center i haven't mounted it but like i don't know where i'm gonna put my fucking connect xbox one Tripod. right <laughs> i'm gonna mount it on the top i don't know if that works the sa- you know the sales are misleading because playstation is dominating xbox right but globally, only in the world globally two to one but when you look here in the states it's less than a million so this is really like this is going to be a really competitive e3 from microsoft's perspective because there's guys like me who have money and would would buy it but you've sold me so many lies or not lies but you sold me so many tales that i don't know what to believe and do i i need it i don't the cloud's important other than forza 5 with the uh, drive avatar playstation's done more with the cloud than xbox has Mm -hmm. and they sold us on the cloud and where did that go so their vision is just i feel bad i don't know i i really hope so for you this generation around you're only going to buy an Xbox One for those one exclusive titles that you're hooked on. And then I would probably start buying more as I got bought in. But now, do you do you right think, now PlayStation scratches my? Do you edge. think over time that you know, okay, the next Assassin's Creed comes out and you have two consoles, are you gonna not looking at the tech specs shit? Right. But are you gonna be? You think that at the Xbox, like your PlayStation was, PlayStation Three was, was just for those exclusives? And it's become similar to your Wii U. Yeah. PlayStation's going to be your main, you know, third-party title right. console. And anything exclusively Xbox, you're going to play on that. Yes. Similar to the Nintendo Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. If, at this point, to me, the pivotal sale was during the launch. And PlayStation, who I was not on board with for three, I was an Xbox guy. When PlayStation came out and made the announcements they made, they had to say what they had to say because they're getting their ass kicked, first of all. Right. They had to bend over backwards and change everything, but their approach to how the console should be aligned with my belief of what a console should be, and they have a fan for this generation, that's it. I'm done. I bought into there, just like you were saying, you have the Xbox 360. I let my gold lapse. I haven't used it. It died, or it's still active. I don't know. I don't care. Bing points, I don't care about anymore. I bought the PlayStation Network, or PlayStation Plus, and that's my, that's my ecosystem now. And I'm, I'm, I jump ship, I dusted off my old Viper Magic account from college, <laughs> and I play the hell out of it, and I'm happy with it. So for me, Xbox is going to be the home of the exclusive Xbox-only games. Forza would be one, uh, Halo, Gears of War, fill in the blank. But I will say today, 
to throw a wrench into the, you know into that plan. I saw today that Dead Rising 3 is coming to PC, which up until now is a console exclusive for Xbox One. And Microsoft's talked about their games for gold, not uh, not get, games for Windows Live, games for Windows Live, their PC division, and how it's kind of gone, and they may revitalize that. So if they keep this up, I'll just go to computer. I still got a pretty nice rig at home. Right. I'll play that. I'll go buy the Xbox One controller. You're telling me about how they got the new drivers, and you can whatever play PC games on yeah, that now. Yeah. Can plug it's plug and play now. You just download your so, drivers in any game that. And this is what I thought was cool. Um, yeah, so you I'll download do the drivers in any game that supports the 360 controller will support the Xbox One controller with the new drivers. Right. So that's huge. So if you like the new thumbsticks and right. the clicky buttons and <clears throat> all the that stuff, features and all that, so you can get it. If you're telling me I can get Dead Rising 3, I want that game. If I can get it for a computer, day one I'll buy it for a computer. Done. I mean, Microsoft, you want to sell yourself? Up? I mean, now that was now obviously. The caveat is that's Capcom. That's not a Microsoft right. exclusive. But if they're going to venture down that road and think about it, yeah, I mean, that's okay. I, and who knows? Again, this goes back to my initial question or observation. Microsoft's vision is all over the place. I don't know what they're thinking. So I hope E3, if they're listening, and I know they are because they listen. One of the three subscribers we have is, is uh, <laughs> Phil Spencer. Hi, Phil. Uh, please get your shit in line, clean up your house, and blow the doors off this E3 and get guys like me who thought you guys sucked on board because so you... I, would, I, would, I would not jump ship from PlayStation, but I would be much more willing to go back to Xbox if you actually said something that you stood by with more than a year. So if you have some sort of apologetic or clear message at E3, plus Forza Horizon 2, yeah, plus... Gears of a uh, new Gears of War Which showing gameplay. Yeah, I don't know if you'll see gameplay yet. Plus Halo Five. Rod Spencer and Black Tusk do not fuck up Gears of War like you did Judgment. Please, <laughs> please. Yeah, I didn't like the uh, the arcadey way that Judgment the little, played the little, out. The little the little tiny room where you yeah, go to kill four enemies and get three stars. Yeah, and, and the checkpoint and three stars. That's boring. And don't do the pendulum wars. It took you. It took you out of. The game. Yes. Every time you stopped after five minutes of shooting after a battle. To read your score. <sighs> read my score. And listen to Bear talk about some general umpty ump about how the world's ending. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like judgment. So anyway. Just remember that Augustus Cole likes his women like he likes his guns, heavy and loud. <laughs> <laughs> that was the quote of the game. Um so but that's what you're looking forward to. Is those through any other Xbox exclusives? Um another Call of Duty. Yeah, right. You would think so. <laughs> We're going to have one. Well, that's something I want. I'm Are we going to have another battle? Are we going to have Battlefield Five shown at this E3? Hardline. It's going to be a SWAT-type game. They've okay. already leaked it. That's the other thing. I'm seeing the new Call of Duty photo, and it's like, oh, and it, oh, to uh, me... The, the new one, yeah. I don't know what it's called. Uh, I don't know. But that... I blacked it out. Um, that looked like a ton better than what Ghosts did last year. Because it's developed purely for these new consoles. Right. So now, a year later, we're getting into the thing we've been talking about as where, okay, Where's now we're getting the yeah. true leaps and Where's the, graphics, the right. graphics and things like that. Um, another thing, I'm picking on Microsoft here, but I'm going to say it to PlayStation because uh, I, know, I know that they're listening to. Please do not waste time on your one and a half hour keynote speech on games that are not exclusive to your console. 
do not, and as much as I love Dana White in the UFC, I don't want 10 minutes of my precious Xbox time to be drawn up by EA, who, by the way, has an hour of their own to talk. Don't waste my Xbox time in showing me an EA game. Show me Microsoft exclusive games. Talk about all the crap I just told you guys about how screwed up you are and fix your house. Don't waste time. Don't end E3 PlayStation like you did last year with gameplay from Destiny, from Bungie, who's on all the consoles. Right. Waste, don't waste time. Show me The Last of Us. Show me The Last Guardian, I hope. Show me, show me Kratos. Show me like, show me stuff that like only Un- I next can get from Uncharted. You. This isn't the PlayStation, comma EA, comma now, Ubisoft, is, comma Capcom. Is Final three. Fantasy is that That's PlayStation exclusive? It used to be back in the day, but they're now all platforms. They're on all of them. Yes. So don't waste time with that. Don't waste and don't don't spin it as oh, we have exclusive content like Call of Duty Ghosts. I know, or Call of Duty Elite. I know they're in bed with Xbox, so you get the expansion maps a week earlier. That's great. I don't want you to spend 15 minutes of your demonstration telling me that you're going to get a game a week early or a map a week early. Don't care. Next. So I'm, I'm hoping they've learned from that. I know they won't, but that's just my rant. So when you guys all watch E3, you're going to watch and you're going to see for 15 minutes Call of Duty come out, and I know they will, and the guy will play a demo, and everyone will be blown away by the eye candy. Know that somewhere I'm in my underwear eating Wendy's, <laughs> groaning. <laughs> I told you. In your underwear. Okay. So, that's that. Um, okay. Now, Ubisoft. I'm I'm kind of curious because we have um, that open world game. I forget what it's called. Watch fucking dogs. Not Watch Dogs. Um, the crew. The the crew. The division. The division. The, the the crew is the racing one, and the division okay. is the. Th- third person i don't like these ambiguous titles uh, the something the the butthole the wine bottle the butthole the nail you know it, it doesn't it doesn't tell me what type of game it is anyway so i'm assuming we're going to hear about the division again delayed because it's delayed i'm assuming we're going to see a little bit about it. oh and the crew delayed the crew the watchdogs delayed no watchdogs is out but it was delayed but it was delayed um Delayed. I'm I'm curious about these new Assassin's Creeds. Okay, so I'm curious because they. Here's the deal. Uh, now I think we talked a little bit about this, and it has been previously announced that the next or next generation, current generation, which which is what I get now. pissed. I wrote a blog about this. It pisses me off. We're not next gen anymore. We're current gen. So... But for all you plebs, we'll continue to call what happened last fucking year next gen. Okay. So yeah. So next gen, we'll say is PlayStation. So 4. that's Unity. Unity. Right, and, and that... that is going to be the French Revolution, and that's for PS4 and Xbox One only. Now we're getting a second game for all the plebs like me who still have the 360 and PS3s Comet. called Comet. Code not code named Comet. It could be called Black Flag Two, probably. Right, and that's supposed to be a pirates. direct. That's supposed to be a direct sequel to uh, Edward Kenway's adventures. So, on salty seas. Okay, so let me ask you: as a fan of Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which you loved, I loved it. Game of the year. I gave it game of the year. Last which time. I, after playing it, I had played. Read it my after review that. on filmgamesetc.com. <laughs> Um, which I agree was a very, very good game. I hell, enjoy, hell yeah, yeah, enjoyed that game. First platinum ever. Um, my whole life. Whole United States of Georgia. So you having the next gen and the old ones, 
Are you going to make a purchase of two Assassin's Creed games this oh, we've year? We've been debating this. It's funny you mentioned this. My wife and I were talking about it yesterday because um, Best Buy has a promotion going on um, where if you pre-order games, they'll give you $10 credit. I think everyone's doing this. Microsoft gives you points. Sony. GameSpot gives you DLC. All this stuff. They're yeah. all giving you kickbacks now. Um, the, I've seen limited screenshots, and I'm sure they're going to talk about it this year. That's what I'm saying. At E3, I'm sure we'll see both. You're going to see both. As a, as a true fan of the series, I would buy both because I love the series so much. And I truly am invested in the story. I love the tales of Desmond. I love the tales of Abstergo. I love all the aspects of that game. There's hooks from that game into Watch Dogs now with this company called Bloom, the Shadow Corporation. So there's questions, is the Watch Dogs game tied in? It may tie into a greater thing. There's been rumors that the Division is going to be a post-apocalyptic version of current day. So they're building an empire. It's Ubisoft right? universe. They're building an empire, and that is awesome. But as a true fan, would I buy the, would I buy the same, would I buy two Assassin's Creed games a year only for that franchise? Crazy people like me, yes, I would do it. I would do it. I would buy it, beat it, buy you it. You play beat through it. both of them. I would play through them and probably get double plats. Baby. Because <laughs> why not? Yes, I would. Um, I would be really surprised though. Now what about yes. what about if that comes out on PlayStation now, would you play it on would you buy a comment on PlayStation rented or however long it took you to beat it for a week? Oh. And you played that uh, exclusively for a week, would you do it that way or you think you'd get like the physical copy and just do it regular on your PS3? I would have to see the reviews if it was like me. Or would you get it on 360? That's the secondary question. Which old plebeian system would you buy um, the it's funny secondary I, game it's, on? It's funny because I was an assassin. If you look at my Assassin's Creed collection, I made the jump on three to the 360. Oh, okay. And then when the Black Flag came out, I jumped back to to PS4. So part of me wants to go buy three just so like I could put them all in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. I'd have to read reviews on it. I don't know. I don't think we know all the information yet about what the current Gen 1 is. I'm almost kind of wondering if the... It's French Revolution. We know no, that. no. I mean... Oh, well, okay. Current Gen. PlayStation 3. Okay. The Black Flag 2. Yeah, there's less on that. Period. My question is, I don't know if that's a full game or if that's going to be treated more as, like, DLC. So what if, again, don't know, speculation. This is just Jim's speculation. Maybe it's like a $40 game versus right, a Right, a budget $60. title. I believe it'll be like a $39.99 game, and it'll be a limited, it'll be a subset of what you had. It may be less development, as in it's the exact same world that was on 3, or maybe it's just glorified DLC. Maybe it's the same world as 3, same character models as 3, but we're just going to give you more story. After that, go sail up here. Go, so you're just... So, and they may add new little tchotchkes and stuff, but I think that that may be what happens. And I'm almost wondering if Ubisoft announces that a pre-order of four, maybe a collector's edition, or I keep saying four, a pre-order of Unity, whatever that is, game, I think it's actually going to be called Unity. I don't know if the other one's called Commodore. That, I don't think so. It'd be kind of dumb. Um, whatever. The new one for PlayStation 4 or Xbox One, if you're crazy. Um, that generation... Um, I would almost be. I wouldn't be surprised to see a collector's edition where they give you the other one in some capacity. A two for one deal. A, 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 a deuce. And a see statue. now what I what I thought we were going to do with the Assassin's Creed ones was, okay, we had 
after the two cycle and we had revelations, right? We moved on to Assassin's Creed three, ha ha ha, and it was the end of Desmond and all that. And then the next game came out and it was called Black Flag, but it also had the four moniker. Yes. So now I thought we were going to get into the numbers. So now I could talk about AC4, AC5, AC6, blah, 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 9, 10, 11, 12. And then it's probably when they hit 10, they'd switch to 2015, 2000, right. whatever. Right, right. Now we're going back to the way where it's, you know, Assassin's Creed Unity. It's not Assassin's Creed 5. Right. And, Unity. That's, and it makes you wonder if they dropped the numbering convention because now we're doing this double dip. Right. Well, am, two years down the line, am I going to get Assassin's Creed 5? In the future, or something like that. That's it's yeah. it's to me, it's weird. I agree. I mean, there was a definite story that definitely ended with Desmond. I don't mind them putting out a game a year because I, I it, like those games and they've all been right really well done, except I mean, for three, which we hated right. on. Yeah, we hated we hated on. Um, I mean, but you know, there was definite breaks in certain points in the games, so I get that. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, to me, it's confusing. Like I thought they would go. I think this way, and then. I think you're going to see a lot more of that on E3. I think they're going to flesh out exactly what their vision is. Um, but the the normal person that's not the guy who spends thirty grand on an add-on on his house just for video games, the normal person, I believe, would not go out and buy two copies of a game. You didn't do that after the fact. You did that when they were building it. So. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I, I don't think, to me, um, I don't think that I would have – I don't think most people are going to buy it twice. So they're going to make one or the other, and now they're going to kind of break, you know. I'm almost kind of wondering if this is an experiment to see how these... Because obviously, here's, here's what I don't understand, is that we have all these reports saying these, these consoles are selling, you know, the new consoles in a general term. Yes. PS4 and Xbox One. Yes. God, I wish they'd call that a different number name. The X-Bone. Um, <laughs> you got X-Boned. X-Boned. Uh, you know, they're selling record numbers. So they're selling more of these than they sold yes. PS3s and 360s. Yes. Everyone's buying it. You know, so right. Gold sales are up for the new consoles. 100%. However, right. I guess this couldn't, I don't know if this couldn't be done past generation, a generation ago when we had, you know, we're moving from PS2 to PS3. But... The inst now they're recognizing the power of the install base that's already there. I guess after Last of Us and Game and uh, Grand Theft Auto Five sold through the fucking roof. Well, that's why Rockstar said that um, they were not going to be releasing GTA Five for next gen because why would they? We've got a hundred million people right here ready to buy it. Why am I going to sell like yeah? Eight, well, and by saying that, everybody went out and bought it for their old console and are probably still playing it on the. I suspect one. you'll see it soon. That's my other... I, I believe you're going to see an announcement this year and it's coming out for next gen. I believe it. Really? I believe it. Uh, I don't know. It's definitely... When it comes out for PC... The, they the they had enough know. problems with the GTA Online and stuff once that came out the, that I, I would be surprised if they put... Instead of fixing that and making that a good experience, right. that they put more time into upgrading the textures and we'll see. all this I know when shit. it comes out for PC, if they don't announce it, we'll buy it then, but... Um, That'll be interesting. So, but I guess I'm just curious as to why we're this Ubisoft is doing this, not cross-platform, almost this cross-generation gaming I don't know. thing it's, this year. I, I it, it's, it's, you know, it's weird to me because I remember when PlayStation Three slash Xbox Three Sixty came out, and I remember the one to the two from PlayStation and the PlayStation one to the two. 
when the new console came out, the old console died. Now, they still supported it and made games occasionally. I remember for it. there was a King Kong 360 version and a King Kong game for PS2 and Xbox. And I, I See, rented it and played it on the PS2. Because I did not have a next gen console, and for me, I don't. And I thought it was fine. And see, I don't, I don't remember that. For me, I always remember when the new stuff came out. So long, new stuff. We didn't do this like we're going to develop a game for everywhere, because we all have agreed with it when on Black Flag when we looked at it on Brent got it for the 360 and I had it for the four. Uh it looked very similar. Yes, there was some little. There was definitely some Gucci stuff on the four version. Great. But the reality is, ninety percent of the game was the same. So, the next, the early adopters kind of got posed, and I'm wondering if Ubisoft, like all these other companies, are waffling on when do they turn their back on the old guys. See, I'm kind of curious. It seems like, and it seems like their answer to that is, we're going to do a ground up game for you and a ground up game for you. My hope is that they leverage the Black Flag engine that they've got. Just call it Black Flag Two, but put it out in the summer. Make this announcement E3. There you go. And put it out in fucking July. We're always assuming they come out at the same time. That might not be true. That's a good point. And, and give... See, that's, that's what I'm kind of thinking. <laughs> I guess what I was driving to is that they have two games of the same... Different storylines, but the same franchise. The same franchise ever, pretty much universally loved by gamers. Yes. Um, why are you... What I was driving to is like, why are you going to split your audience's time... And make them choose one or the other before, you know. Because right. people are going to be like, okay, it's fall game season. The new Call of Duty's out. The next Battlefield is out. The next Assassin's Creed. You know, the next Batman game was coming out. It's now delayed. Uh, you know, Destiny will be out at that time. Or is that next year? No, this is this year. This is fall. So there's five or six games coming out in this summer. And there's so many other things coming out you're going to make them split their decision on your game on your franchise on either one console or the other because yeah. they're going to go I'm going to get one Assassin's Creed game because I want to play all these other ones Right. I'm not going to have time to play both so my thing is this one that's old for the old consoles Right. put that out this summer because nothing comes out in the summer Right. you'll sell like gangbusters everybody's already got one and then have the new one come Give out in the fall and now, if they if that works for them, and they want to do one for the old console and one for the new, because obviously they've split their development teams into, right? You know, correct. I don't know what the rotation was on the last games, but there was different teams around the world were doing the different games. Based it wasn't the like they're all working hour, together. Based on the seventeen hour credits, I'd say everyone at Ubisoft is going to touch these games. <laughs> That's why the division was delayed. It's gonna work on Assassin's Creed. There's a there is a Shadows of Mordor joke in here somewhere about a third Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> I don't know where it is, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, and they may, yeah. Everyone has always assumed they're coming out, but at the same time, but they may not. To me, I would release the older generation one first and That'd put out that fun. other one later. Well, Ubisoft will be on stage Monday, and we will find out. Maybe the old generation one comes out in the fall, and they push the next one till spring 2015. I could see that. Um, I um, I played the uh, EA gets an hour long. Um, I, the guys that made Watch or Watchdogs, the guys that have made Titanfall have been very vocal about, uh, Respawn Entertainment, have been very vocal about making sure that the next console is on both platforms. 
Now, considering Titanfall just came out like a couple months ago. What do you mean next console? Their next game? Their next game, Titanfall 2, they want on everything. They oh, on PS... PS4 and, and Xbox. Xbox One. Okay. Um, they have... I, I, it's too soon for that. It's Because Titanfall is still fresh. Although it fell off the radar really quick. At least in my little bubble. I don't see people talking about it. Doesn't mean they're not playing it. Um, but I think it's too soon for EA to announce a new Titanfall for both consoles. So, other than the typical, you know, regurgitation of Battlefield, although this does look different, it's called Hardline. It's SWAT-based. Um, I don't know what EA is going to bring to the table this year. So, they could have some really cool, crazy stuff, or they could have Plants vs. Zombies 3. Hey, I like Plants vs. Zombies 2. Okay. Improved. Okay. It's got to go to different times. So we'll see. I don't know what Ubisoft's going to bring. I don't really have much. I, got to, I downloaded the demo this weekend for the um, or last couple nights for the new UFC fighting game. It looks sick. It could be the next fighting game I buy. I haven't bought a fighting game since Fight Night Round 3, and I loved it. But this new uh, UFC fighting game looks good. And for real fans like me, they added in Bruce Lee. As a playable character, because why not? So it, it almost has that Street Fighter esque feel of bringing in like hidden 2D character, you know, some like uh-huh. Easter eggy kind of thing. So um, that'll be interesting. To me, if I were Xbox, I would snap up Titanfall. I would just buy it outright. Buy them outright, pay them, or at least you know, offer them enough money to make the next game. Well, and that, and you know, you talk exclusive. I mentioned that earlier about how what it's going to take me to buy an Xbox One. I could get Titanfall today on my PC. It's out for PC. Yeah, it came out the same day. It was because of EA through their uh, Origin service, which blows eggs. So the same day it came out for 360. Yeah, it might have been a day or two. Now, what was the reaction to that thing on 360? Because I didn't, I didn't see any real reactions to that on 360. That that's what I mean. That that game to me is such a conundrum because I got the demo. I was in one of the betas for the con or the computer version. I loved it. I played it like 14 hours over two days. Now, my wife says I played it because I knew I wasn't going to play it again. Yes. But I genuinely love that game. Getting in the Titan and just smoking people, it never got old. I loved it. It was, I mean, it was a great game and it looked amazing on my rig. But then they said, well, we're going to release it for the one. And then they did a graphic comparison. Of course, the PC Master Race is better. So it looked better. But it looked good on the Xbox One. It looked pretty solid. I'm like, that looks fun. And then they announced it for the 360, and then I didn't hear anybody talk about it. I don't see any... I'm on Reddit all the time. Nobody talks about that game. Nobody mentions it. I don't see any screenshots of it. I don't hear people talking about it. It's like it came out. The Xbox One sales didn't surge as much as I think people thought they would have. Because, because they game. put it out for fucking 360. I know, that's what I mean. But Why it, give them a reason to buy Xbox One I, and then put it out on 360? That's I what I don't understand. I, read, I thought I read somewhere that it actually outperformed sales on the 360 as it did on the One. Which I, which makes sense. Okay. Because it's a bigger fan base. I didn't run out and buy the game. I mean... Why? I don't know. It's not in the shooters? I am. I'm just not into like the constant multiplayer. And I'm kind of waiting for an Xbox One. I, I want to play that game... On the game, it was on the rig. It was meant for. I see. You know what I mean. I Whereas, like after I got Assassin's Creed Four, I was like, because ori- originally I was thinking I was gonna get a next gen system. I'd have one by now, and I was gonna like wait to get AC Four on whatever that was. Right. But then when it came out and it kind of looked the same, I was like, fuck it, I want to play it now. Right. So. 
Yeah. Um, that game, I don't know what happened. So they just kind of vanished it, to it, me in my world. And that doesn't mean that people aren't playing and it's still not popular. But from the, if I were Microsoft, I, I would snatch that up. I would pay them whatever money they need to to make it the next exclusive, or at least like a make it a timed exclusive, six months on Xbox One, and then you can release it for the for the PS4. EA and Microsoft have enjoyed that partnership for a very long time. Uh, Plants for Zombies is the same way. It's finally coming out for the new Garden Warfare. Yeah, the it's shooter finally, one. Yeah, like the third person shooter one. That's finally coming out for the new for PlayStation. So. That's no secret that EA's done that. They continue to do that. So uh, it'll be interesting to see where they take this, where they take their press conference, and what, what they want to announce. You're going to have the standard sports, sports, sports games of, you know... FIFA! FIFA, baseball, soccer, all that stuff. You're going to have all that. Um, but, you know, are we going to see, you know, another Dead Space? Are we going to see... Honestly, the FIFA stuff and all the... The yearly sports games really bore the fuck out of me because there's not that much innovation year to year to year. You know That's what, I mean? what happened to Madden. When Madden bought out all the other competition, their innovation died. And that's why as much as I love to hate on the Microsoft, on Xbox right now, their need without them, PlayStation innovation stifles in the same way the other way around. So when when all these nine eight nine studios gone. ESPN made their own NFL game gone. When all these other companies, bring, EA is the only one making sports games. They bought now. everyone out. They own the exclusive rights. They're the only ones that, you could buy a football game, but it won't be the NFL or the licensing or the players because the union signed a deal with EA. So you're stuck. So if you want the accurate, legitimate, no kidding football experience, you're going to go to right. those stale old ass games. And they got nothing. You're right. All it is is a fresh coat of paint, a new roster. They'll add something dopey like the truck stick. Or that's something dopey like you can talk to your Connect and Audible or something dumb that no one cares about. And they're going to sell that and say, this is the new definitive game. I mean, last year they were bundling Madden 25 with this NFL season pass on DirecTV to get people to buy it. Yo, right? I know. So, I don't know. EA, I, I'm, I'll watch it because it's one of the big four. You know, they're going to get an hour block. Um, they haven't wowed me in the past. So... I don't. I, I'm not, hold, not expecting. I'm not holding my breath. I'm bummed about Batman not coming out this year. However, I'm, I if I'm they want to take their time, take your time and make and it make right. it better. Great. I was worried about Watch Dogs when we saw that. I guess we saw like an Xbox 360 build of it or something. Remember that? It looked so the video boring. and it looked awful. I'm glad that got delayed and it came out and you're loving it so now. So if you want to know my full opinion, you can go to filmgamesetc. Oh, Jim, what is, it, what is this website to keep mentioning? But I blog on it. But listen, Watch Dogs was so good, and it is good. I'm still playing it. I will get a platinum on it about halfway. I am grinding achievements because I love it so much. Um, the driving is a little hokey. I won't lie. It's bizarre. Your car is like almost invincible when you're driving it. Like you could like... There's no damage to the car? There is, but it's like you could take like a little like Fiat and like drive and like T-bone a semi and the semi goes flying out of the way. Like it's just not... Because I'm, I'm still playing uh, San Andreas on my iPad and those cars are fucking like... It's like they're made out of glass. Right. Four or five hits, starts to smoke, you better get the fuck out of there. Um, rocks, and rocks. I, I was playing Sleeping Dogs on my 360. I don't remember ever blowing up a car there. Okay, I did on one mission, but it wasn't as frequent as 
when I play on Grand Theft Auto. Sleeping Dogs, by the way, which was a great fucking game. Yes. Holy shit. I got it from when the game's gold. I finally got around to playing it. Holy shit. Holy cow. That was a great game. Brent's got a tramp stamp of the main guy. I, I will get a tramp stamp of Sleeping Dogs on my back. It was really cool. You start out. This is an old game. Yes, I know. You start out as you're a cop. You're going undercover in Hong Kong to get the triad. But you grew up in Hong Kong. So all the guys you're going undercover as are your old buddies. So you don't have to like build up your reputation as a new guy. So they're not as suspicious of you off the start. So it's and then each mission you do, you can do uh, police missions or triad missions, and then you get graded. So if you do a triad mission and you hit somebody, you run over by somebody in a car, you lose some of that police score. Uh, I think the coolest thing was in that game was you were being, you could hijack while you were driving. You could hijack cars, and you could like open the door to your car hang on to the edge, still steer, somehow you still had your foot on the gas pedal, and you could jump onto another vehicle, climb on that thing, kick that driver out, and so you could literally like leapfrog from car to car to car all across the city if you really wanted to. And, this is what Watch Dogs what? is missing, you could shoot while you're driving. That is the one thing. Not just left or right, you held down a button, and you had the entire 360 degrees to look around and shoot a motherfucker. Brent hasn't played Just Cause yet, everyone, so. No, but to me, that was revolutionary. Because I haven't played any game like that where you're able to uh, so, shoot and drive. So that segment of the show, sponsored by 1995, was brought up. No! No! <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, hold on. I, speaking of, if you like shoot 'em, was it a shoot 'em up or was it? There's a lot of story. No, it was a it was an open world Assassin's Creed type story game. If you like Chinese guys in guns, you must play John Fucking Wu presents Stranglehold. I have it at my 360. <laughs> it is probably one of the most funnest games. Is it like Max of- Payne? It's like Max Payne, but you're a Chinese guy. Oh, I've already played Max no, Payne. No, 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 not like this. You play as Agent Tequila, and you take tequila bombs. <laughs> and time slows way fucking down. I'll let you borrow it. You'll like it. You'll like it. I played it. Max Payne. I liked Max Payne 3. Oh, and speaking of games you've played, I'm saving PlayStation for last because they're the best. We're building up excitement, everyone. Tell me why you didn't beat Dishonored. I lost interest. Oh, do you know how good that game so was? So I was playing it. I got to the level where you're supposed oh. to go and kill the commander. My game saved in an area where, like, there's a bunch of those giant walker dudes around. And, like, I'm just going to get fucked anytime I get there. Oh. And I had so many other games. So when I was playing Dishonored, I had very little time to play games. Or I did not know how to fit it into my schedule. Since then, I started playing other games other than Dishonored because I knew I was saved in a spot where I was getting fucked. So, therefore, my attention spread to Sleeping Dogs and then Dante's Inferno, and now we're on Hitman Absolution, and I am giving Dishonored so back to you, you rather, as you've always requested. You would rather play Dante's Inferno... Which I loved! ...and Hitman over Dishonored. Yes. You're an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> the... Uh, another thing, I don't think first-person stealth works for me. That I that I would agree with. It is a very difficult thing to master. It is difficult to do. I would have rather had a third-person game. That's why I love Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed, and um, Sleeping Dogs. No, Sleeping Dogs wasn't stealth. stealth Assassin's Creed and no, uh, Sam Fisher, Black or Splinter Cell. Was there a cover system? I love those games. Was there a cover system in Sleeping Dogs? Yeah, a little bit. You didn't have to do it. 
Well, if you're an agent tequila, you don't have to do shit, but just blow shit up. <laughs> I'll let you borrow it. You're but it. but to me, I th- I think that that first person stealth thing doesn't work for me. It's it's difficult because, because if, to me, it's a stealth thing, a stealth game. You need to be able to see all the way around you. The the reality is in so stealth. like you played that in the new thief game. I could have never played that game. To know my opinion similar... of this thief game, go to fullinggames.com. Ah, come on, <laughs> come on. You hear that money ring? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, to me, I, I would have never made it through that thief game because right. I did not have a, a pleasant experience on it's, Dishonored. It was rough. And the thing, you know, the thing you got to keep in mind is when you're sitting there, you have peripheral vision right now. When you're playing a first-person shooter, you don't. because it's not the fisheye lens, you don't. Right. And you couldn't play in fisheye because you'd get nauseous because everything would look distorted. Right. But you don't have that, like, am I standing shoulder to shoulder with the baddie? I don't know because i got to, like, turn I my can't head. See. Like, there were so Whoa. many times in Dishonored where yes. I did something and this guy comes up from behind me and it takes me too long to turn around. And by that time, I've already been stabbed or shot. Or... Right. No, I'm with you. I understand and I agree with that. The other thing that... Um, I didn't like about... I'm not saying Dishonored is a terrible game. It, it just lost interest for me. I didn't like having to switch powers all the time. Yes, that was a complaint by many. Um, you didn't have a lot of hot buttons to just blast off power. You I, would have, I would have rather had four main... You know, four to eight main powers. They could have mapped it way better. And had... Uh, and ha- I would have had rather had less powers... And being able to switch much faster through those, oh, that was then you know slowing time down to go through the fucking click wheel of the millions of powers I had. That was the biggest complaint of that game and of Bioshock Infinite was that you were limited by how many powers you could actively have, and you kept breaking the immersion by hitting pause, selecting your power. So Infinite is the same way because I was gonna, I was just about to say I remember I've only played the first Bioshock, but I remember you had a gun. And you had your fucking power. That's the same thing. And it was like boom, 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 boom. And I, but I do not remember switching those plasmids all the time in that first Bioshock. Bioshock Infinite, yeah. I would go through like a long area, then switch, go through another long area, then get a new one or something like that. I don't remember switching as much as I did uh, Dishonor because I got to use the jump to get over there. Then I got to possess a rat to get under here. The other thing too, there was one area in one of the levels. you had to go and find some guy that was getting tortured or whatever. I came up against a grate, and the grate's right in front of my face. So I'm like, obviously, I'm supposed to be able to get through here, through this door or grate or whatever. But it wasn't made like... Honestly, I don't know how you would have gotten through there. And it wasn't like I could look around and go, oh! You know, there were a couple times I was like, oh, there's a grate. I can send a rat through there or whatever. There's numerous times in Dishonored where I was like, Okay, I want to go here, but either I'm missing a tool or it's pretty obvious that I'm being misled. See, I like and I like Dishonored for that. I like the fact that when you found a safe hidden in the corner and you had to find the combination, the combination was scrawled in the wall under somebody's bed. And you had to read it and memorize it. And the little quest dialogue didn't pop up and say, you now have the combination. Like you actually physically memorize it and then walk back to the original place and enter it in. So I appreciated that, like, there were some parts of the game that weren't so obvious. There were ways to get around it, but you had to invest time. See, in were, a, to the, me, that, that style works in a game like Myst. Okay. Or Riven or something like that. Where mm-hmm. it's, it's purely about puzzles. It's purely about the power of your mind. Things like that. And those kind of games have gotten away from us. And I, 
I played the original Myst. I don't remember much of it. I bring remember me the playing blue Riven. Pages. No, bring me the red pages. I remember playing Riven and it being a five disc game on the PC. I have it if you still want it. Uh, on my, my dad probably has it somewhere. I have it in the vault upstairs. I do have it. Um, but I remember that being like, whoa, this is really cool. But that to me was all about my mind. I wasn't having to worry about my twitchy fingers turning right. around and getting shot. So to me, right. like, either do one of two things make it about stealth and killing people. Or make it about the mind and doing all these things. Like to me, it's it's hard to do those two things at once when you've got a controller in your hand and you're you're used to that twitchy gameplay. So maybe you know Riven and Mist. Maybe they'll port. I don't know if they've ported them to the iPad yet or not. They might have. I'm curious now. But so that that's so what you took did, me so out you of want, Dishonored. See, and to me, I like that there were so many things that there were optional areas that you didn't have to go into if you didn't want to. And there were there were areas I missed. I'll freely admit it, but it was it was frustrating to me that it, it like there was no looking being in a room and seeing this door. Right. There was no way to figure out how to open the door in the room, which in other games there are. Now, Seth, sometimes it's hand holding, sometimes it's not. Whatever. Well, they do have they have real mist and ribbon for iPad. There you go. Interesting. So that brings us to PlayStation. The King of Kings. They're going last in E3. Not by not by fate. Now now who decides by when they go? Name. That's what I'm curious. I have no idea. That's a great question. I think they kind of schedule it themselves. Maybe not. I don't know. So Xbox, after last year, goes, We want to go first again. Uh well I last mean, year what 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 in their right mind there last year they got spanked. They went first. They kind of redid their thing and had more games, stuff like that. And then PlayStation comes in last and undercuts them by $100 and seals the deal for every gamer Unlike, whore in America who had their legs open ready to be fucked. Every, you know what I mean? $100 less? Fuck me, PlayStation. I'll give you money. You know what I mean? Like, I will what say, part of Microsoft goes, let's go again first? No. I agree. Unlike the, Let's go last. Unlike the Xbox announcement where the entire applause was canned. Not 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 the E three, but the behind the scenes when they were given the initial demo, and the people in the background were clapping and cheering. Uh huh. People were tweeting like, "That's not us clapping." <laughs> as opposed TV to, TV sports sports. As opposed to standing and getting fucking goosebumps when they announced the PlayStation price, and just you knew they won. You knew they won. And that's they, that's what I'm saying. Why is Xbox going first? I don't know. That's it's a great question, and I don't know who d- dictates that or. To what. me, I would be like, okay. EA, yes, Ubisoft, yes, yes, yes. you guys go first. I'll see you because tonight, right. you don't have anything. But if PlayStation's going at 9 p.m., I would be the one right before. Right. That right. way they don't have time. So I don't. Oh, you might think they're going to change their presentation. Yeah, they might. Because it uh, didn't that slide last year at E3. It was like a white. PowerPoint no, slide. Yeah, they just slapped it up there and they were like, wait, they did what? Yeah, $500? Can we do $400? We can do $400. Let's do $400. Give me a slide. You know, and like the guy's assistant does it backstage, gives it to the video guy and throws it up there last minute and like just the, undercuts him like in a, a slickety split. Like the font was different and like it was all hokey right. and he held a little post it note up. Right. Um, so no, I'm they, not saying they did that and I think their story is that they didn't do they that. They said, I was going to say, they've come on record and said that they had their price set. Right, but come on. Eight hours, you can run a business analysis in eight hours and go on your hardware. Yeah. 
yeah, we can t- take a hit for 100 bucks less. So what scares me... Uh, so why why do that again? That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, I'm with you. But so, I know there's no hardware to be launched this year, so maybe it doesn't matter. At this point, to me, and I've said this earlier and you've alluded to it by my comments, it's PlayStations to lose. That doesn't mean that they can go out and have a shitty E3 and finally get run over in the States. What that means is they're in the lead, but they need to be aggressive. So I believe when Phil Spencer said, you're going to see, a, we're going to blow your mind at E3, they always hype that up. I really believe Microsoft and him are going to deliver. I really believe, and I hope they do. See, the, the thing that's always got for me from Microsoft was the exclusives. Um, Halo, Gears of War. I know there are others. I'm trying to think of some others. But they have always dominated that scene. So, and PlayStation had, to me, like, la- the exclusive for last generation, the franchises, God of War released two games over an eight-year time period. God of War. Granted, God of War 2 came out right at the same time PS3 launched. Gran Turismo, Sly Cooper, Which Uncharted. I don't care. Uncharted was a big one. Um, Spyro, but that kind of fell off the map. What, the Gadget game? What was that guy? Ratchet and Clank? Ratchet and Clank, going Commando. If you notice... Jack and Daxter. Well, that was a PS2 thing. That Like, all those Jackson and Daxter ones. Go back and look at all the Ratchet and Clank titles, and they're all sexual innuendos. Are they really? That's very funny. Uh, that's funny. They're there. Um, okay, so... So, but, but see, yes. those uh, have aren't... Like, for me, the last generation, the PS3 exclusives were not strong enough. Okay. To ever warrant me like going out and buying uh, a PS3, and I would say Resident Evil used to be one of them. Now Resident Evil's all over the place. They'll be on any system that'll take them. You know they were on fucking GameCube, right? I think the first Resident Evil was on PlayStation. It was PlayStation for a while. It was and PlayStation then One. Four comes all... out and it's on GameCube, and it's like, what is the going on? I don't think the thought was Dead Rising was like that. The first yeah, Dead, Dead Rising, Rising was for they Xbox. Lost Dead Rising. Well, actually, it was the other way around. Xbox, it's for PlayStation, I thought. The first Dead Rising was an Xbox 360 exclusive. Oh, it was? Then Dead Rising 2 came out for both, and now Dead Rising 3. Seems back to Xbox. Back to Xbox. So that's, that's what I'm saying is um, I think Microsoft is going to bring out all their big gun exclusives that weren't ready last year to launch. We'll you know? see. We'll see. Um, it'll get, I think it'll pull people back. Oh, yeah. I love well, this game. I, and I said that. And I, you I, yourself. I wholeheartedly hope that they do. But... For PlayStation's response to that, and I think there is probably some validity in what you say, but they're going to announce what they're going to announce. I mean, it's not going to be right. like, let's develop a new game. Um, but PlayStation, I, play, what saves PlayStation every time is that company Naughty Dog. Jackson Daxter, The Last of Us, those guys kick so much ass, Uncharted. Those guys kick so much ass, those games are like world-class games. But you need more support. And PlayStation said for years, they, they their first their third party or you know their in-house whatever. Right. They've had a bunch of layoffs over the last year due to their flailing Sony as a whole. Their they dropped they dropped the bio computer business. They're hurting on televisions. PlayStation is one of the real last salvation points for Sony as a whole. Will they go under? Probably not. But they're hurting. Well, they've got a whole movie studio arm. Spider, they, they own do, the Spider-Man they rights. Do, That's a big thing. They do, thing for but them. as a whole, they need to stay profitable. So they're investing in this company again, which is good. And you're getting a lot of studios that are coming up, which is good. I've seen so many reports of league games. You can't know what's going to happen or what's not. But PlayStation set a message last year: games first. 
and they got they said we love our indies you know and as a playstation as a loyal playstation plus member for less than a year now um <laughs> and the minimum is one year anyway um as a loyal playstation plus member i have been saturated by indie games and i love them they're fun but after a while enough is enough cut the shit resigun was cute contrast was cute mercenary kings was cute enough of that i want to see class world-class triple-a exclusive titles like heavy rain bring me another heavy rain bring me another some kind of rpg bring me a, a second son bring me another kills them Bring me games that like I can only get on PlayStation and they're drop-dead gorgeous. I have yet to see a game on any console, computer I can, that doesn't count, on any console that looks as pretty as Second Son. That game is the most beautiful game I've ever seen. That's what they need to get back to. Drop, I, drop like these amazing eye candy, drop these amazing stories, and really don't, don't, don't rely on... Hideo Kojima to give you Metal Gear and Solid Snake looks a little better on PlayStation than on Xbox One. You clearly play well, two and a half hour story. Oh yeah, oh, geez, <laughs> I know. you're killing me here. Yeah, fifty bucks per minute or something. Um, what's what's killing me is that PlayStation is technically superior. That's not to take away from what Xbox did or didn't do. But they're technically superior. Well, they're technically superior to the last generation. And they're, they're not, and they're not cutting so, their teeth on that. And I don't obviously know why. that technically superiority doesn't matter. If it didn't matter last generation, it doesn't matter if now. If you look at Last of Us and Heavy Rain, those are beautiful PlayStation Three games. Yes, they really are. That's a game that was developed solely for that console to use the hell out of it. Infamous Second Son. Developed solely on PlayStation, looks amazing. Sony needs to quit relying on third-party companies to give a little more bell and whistle on Assassin's Creed 4 PS4 version versus Xbox One edition, and they need to rely on all these studios that they brag about besides Naughty Dog and Santa Monica, and they need to get their shit together and release really good-looking games that you cannot play on Xbox One because Xbox One does not have that power. That's what they need to do. Will they do it? I don't know. They kind of teased a little bit. Killzone looks amazing. Obviously, you heard me rant about Second Son a thousand times already. What's next? They got to keep going. And that's... If, if Microsoft is really going to transition and they realize they really blew it with this TV, TV, TV thing, and they're going to focus more on games, and they're going to take this 10% and run with it, and you're going to have a more emphasis on games... Sony needs to do the same, obviously. And I, I don't want Sony to get caught up in making their GUI look prettier and making all these cute little apps and the camera and all these different... Who cares? Make a good-looking game. That's what we want. You don't care about people having sex on Twitch TV thanks to PlayStation camera with the guys <laughs> looking at them? That's funny. No. <laughs> but you can do that anyway. That's what, that's what blows my mind. Is like People don't think that shit happens on computers all the time. Hello, porn sites. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, so... Uh, yeah, so that's to me, that's what they need to focus on. Will they? I don't know. Um, I don't want to feel, to me, I mean, the reality is I'm in PlayStation's camp now. Right now, they're the kings of the world and barely the kings of the United States. In your mind? Well, by sales. 
Oh, okay. Now you're putting a caveat on it. No, but 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 yes. If if in a month from now Xbox surpasses PlayStation, which they might, they might already have done it right now. I don't know. I'm still gonna be in PlayStation's camp based on the message that I bought into a year ago, and they said games first. See, what I'm curious about this E3's there was last year's E3 was all about next gen. Yeah, because they were they, they were because it was coming selling their consoles. Yeah. So. But a lot of the games we saw haven't come out. Right. That, all these so, delays. So I'm curious if this year's E3... No regurg. We're going to see the same fucking games. I hope not. I don't want to see another... I'm going to see the crew again. I'm going to see The Division again. I'm going to see uh, Destiny again. Again. Deep down. Again. Another Halo. Uh, what was down. that? Um, again. The Xbox game where you can make a game within a game. Oh. Uh, I forget what that's called. There's some other game yeah, where they, yeah, yeah. they showed off last year where they're like it was really bright and sunshiny. Yeah, so, uh, you're right. I know what you're talking. I can't think of. You it. know those two games. I'm gonna see those again. Like, hey, we got more development on these games. They're coming out. There's been later some, this year. There were some PlayStation Four games that were um, announced that that PlayStation game that's supposed to come out with PS Now. Yeah. Or sure. PlayStation Plus is supposed okay. to launch with it. With the the driving game Drive Club. Oh, we're yeah. gonna see that again. You know, I'm I'm kind of, and the only things that are going to be new are going to be the EA and Ubisoft because those motherfuckers are machines and are just pushing out games, 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 games. Yeah. So we're going to see the next Assassin's Creed, we're going to see the next Call of Duty, we're going to see the next Battlefield because those games have already come out since we saw them last year. So well, I agree. There's there's a lot of indie games and just a lot of games that are kind of exclusive for either that they're just not. We're seeing them over and over, and you're right. And, and it does get old. It does really get old. And it's like, okay, we've seen this. We've seen this. I'm, I can only take so many years of seeing the same thing over and over. So, yeah, I, I really hope... I was trying to find that game while we're talking here. I can't find it. What? Drive Club? I, no, the, I named it. The, the, there's, a couple, there's a couple of ones I was thinking of, but it doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, you're right. And I, I just hope that, you know... I, I, really, I really, really hope that... These guys bring some innovation. I don't want this to be a lull year. I don't want the big, you know, annual block, the the annual uh, Battlefield and the annual Call of Duty to just be the hype. There's a lot of hardware out there. There's still a lot of jockeying for who's got superiority. I think they're aware of that. I don't want to feel disappointed. And I always hype myself up for E3. And there's always games that blindside me that I don't know about. We'll probably get to see a lot more Shadows of Mordor gameplay. Um, so games like that that have kind of been floating around. That one I'd be interested in seeing. It's supposed to launch this year. Um, I just don't know with some of the other exclusives what, you know, we don't know what they're going to show. And they always hype it up as we got the best D3 you've ever seen. You never see anything. Of course they're going to say that. We're all going to watch anyway. So you don't have to waste our time with that. But... Um, a 45-minute, you know, or 20-minute bungee gameplay of Destiny is not what I signed up for. So, I don't know. what we'll to see. But I'm excited. It's going to be a full-day marathon for me. I will wake up early. I'm going to Wendy's at 11.30 to be back by noon, start the pre-show. IGN's got a lot of stuff. I'll be watching those guys. Kotaku's going to be having some stuff. I'll bounce back and forth. Obviously, we've been watching all this stuff. I'm going to blog the shit out of it as fast as it comes out. Rev3 Games will have... Oh, nothing. Adam Sessler quit. <laughs> wow. You know, you say that. 
<laughs> and Rev three had the had the most hype I've seen in the last year. They they had they really good here. content when he was there. I preferred their reviews <laughs> over IGN. They went from hero and to IGN zero. And IGN is the monster. They went from hero to zero so fast. Adam Sesser quits. I, my YouTube channel has more subscribers than Rev3 at this point. <laughs> and it's a shame because they were cool, but then they got hippie and trendy, and then they started doing videos and they lost their focus. It was like that episode of the screen. I'll never forget this. The day that G4 decided they were going to go less from video games and more into fun. And they had this episode where they were figuring out which motherboard would be the best cheese grater. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and that's how that attack of the show and all that shit began. And I'm like, what did you guys just do? So I see Rev3 going right down that rabbit hole. It's, it's going to be good. It's, it's a, we already know it's a three-man operation. It's not their full... Rev3 Games is not their full-time focus. So Rev3 for Discovery Networks or whatever the fuck it is... It's not their I have uh, an unsubscribe. main thing. I haven't unsubscribed to their YouTube channel yet, but I log in every day and I check The Escapist because I like the Jimquisition a lot. I check Boogie because I'm always curious to see what he's talking about. And Rev3, I don't look. I look at maybe once a week now. And when I look, I'm like, oh, okay. And it's, and it's stupid coffee talk. Coffee and... talk about some random topic or some just Nick's goofy. always wearing a gay shirt. Well, <laughs> good for nick but whatever it's the ugliest shirts in the world i mean he's worn on that fucking i mean show. It, clearly something happened there i mean max Schofield left to go pursue independent things and then he showed up as like the lead producer of destructoid which is a game company or a game website oh is it yeah they all they all jump ship like rats scott they... bromley left adam Sesser left yeah there's nothing what's there yeah those those guys were Obviously, you could tell where the you talent need, was. You didn't need Adam Sessler, but I cracked it. Jim fucking a fan has cracked it. When I found out that Adam Sessler was um, paying people and re re like, I didn't play the game, but I read the reviews. <laughs> well, Adam, sorry, bud. That's right. I cracked that case. You're welcome. Go back and check his Twitter. Jassafat is my Twitter. Look it up. You'll see the conversation. You heard it here fucking first on BK's Bullets. <laughs> So that's all. That's what made him quit. I you outed I, him. I wrote him right out of the fucking industry. <laughs> so before we go, what game are you most looking forward to between now and the end of the year? Honestly, I don't know because I don't have. I don't have a new system. So the ones that I'm most looking forward to is, I guess, seeing whatever the fuck Xbox decides to give away for free that I get. You know. <laughs> Um, I would like for them to uh, turn out some better games. This this month I'm getting dark. I have received Dark Souls. I have you know, quote unquote, downloaded it to add to my purchase list. Right. And I've pinned it to home since Xbox doesn't show you the games you've purchased right. unless you pin them, which I hate. So I've I've got that. Um, also getting some indie game I don't have never heard of, but I haven't heard of a lot of indie games. And I'm getting, because it's the one-year celebration of Games for Gold, yes. I'm getting an additional AAA, or I don't know if it's AAA, uh, Super Street Fighter Four Arcade Edition. So I'm, a, I'm assuming that's a full, full-fledged full fighting game with online multiplayer and, and things like that. I'll play that. I'll, I'll try that out. I like Street Fighter. 
I'm interested to see how it plays. I haven't put Injustice back in the uh, Xbox since... It's been a while. Since, you know, probably nine months or something like that. For me, it's got to be... Assassin's Creed. A truly next gen. I, I'm I'm curious to see gen, none of this. Give me give me shitty old cootie graphics from the old consoles. Sorry, I'm not. I want the good stuff. I paid for a new console. I want the power. See, I, I won't know what my ne- most anticipated game is probably until after E3. Okay, so we're going into pre E3. So pre-E3. what we'll have to do for all four of you listening, we will do another podcast in the next six years and talk about any three. And E3. And E3. So very good. Anything else? Yeah. Anything you any, anything you want to plug, Jim? Anything I, you want to promote? I I want to say I used to write a blog at blogspot jasafat.blogspot.com, and those fucks at Google because I wrote a good article on Diablo three and people actually read my shit. I spiked the database and my AdSense account, which is hard to get by the way was terminated. So I had like 80-something dollars. I had to wait till I got 100. 80-something dollars in the kitty, and I can't get it because I didn't get the $100 threshold and they locked my account. I've petitioned so many times. They don't care. So I am out of the Google blogging business. See, I wonder if there's anything you can do like... uh, Yeah, I can. Legally, you signed up to get paid for ads you created and... you created the content that people looked at, and now they now they decide they're not going to pay you. If That's a weird knows, contract. Fly down to Orlando. I'll be waiting for you at the corner of four thirty six <laughs> and fifty, and you come tell me. And uh, <laughs> are you under the, you're under the overpass. I'm under the bridge, waiting for my eighty fucking dollars from the man. But I've since picked up the mantle, and I write for film games, etc. What, what's that? Film. Games, etc. So singular E-T-C. word, plural word, and a word that means everything is there else. Is there is films? Films? Yeah, you're right. I would. Th- I see. The first time you told me about it, I put in films, games, etc. Hey, but it's film. It's whatever, whatever. Games, etc. So I write there a lot. But what is what is the etc? Because I only see film games. That's a good question. You should ask them. Mm. Go to the website and figure it out. Hey. Hey. Um, hey. No, um, but I, I, I still do write a lot. Um, I still enjoy blogging, and it's fun. And um, I'll go any – I mean, I'll write for anyone and do anything. I was bummed out about the Google thing. I mean, in a perfect world, I would have had my own website. Will you promote it. this podcast on – I will. Your I website. will. I've already talked to the man, and he said, "Go for it." So you will see this blog, real time on the interwebs and that website. I'm gonna send you the link, like I always do. Now, usually you're like, "I don't, I didn't I get always, it." I, I always post it. it. I post it on my. Per- I will post it on my Google blog, to the like 700 followers I have on Google Plus because I've built a small army from all the blogs I posted. I will post there. So if anybody hears this, email me the code word red rum. And I will give you one dollar bill. I will mail you a fucking one dollar bill. You know it. it and I will too. I it costs will. more to mail that dollar bill than to actually give them a dollar bill. Now I'll do it on PayPal. I know that I have PayPal. I got. I think I got like eighty bucks in the kitty right now, on PayPal. If you email now, is, me, is that the Google money you're not allowed to touch? No, this is just as <laughs> earned cashola. If you if you email me the word red rum, I will pay you one dollar cash. 
How many times are we allowed to email you red rum? Because I'll email you a hundred times right now. <laughs> it can't be Brent, and it can't be. Ah. Yeah. So do it. But that's all I got, and it's it's fun to do these podcasts with Brent. But he's going to be a dad soon, and I'm not allowed over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So we'll try to do more, but if we can't, know that I do have the written word. At least follow me. Brent doesn't really. This is your only outlet for games, pretty much, right? This is it. I mean, we talk about games at work, but he doesn't write. I'm trying to get him to write about movie reviews. Haven't gone. He got a uh, Days of Future Past movie review. I haven't even seen it yet. It's been out three weeks now. So you may be able to follow Brent at Casino Movies one day again. One day. I haven't posted since February. So, if you're curious about anything February backwards, Brent's the man. There's a lot of old movies on there, that's for sure. A lot of good... The, the movies are still good. The reviews are still good. They're just not current. Games are only... You're only as good as your next thing. I've, I've debated going more into podcasting. I've debated going more into YouTube and recording stuff. Birthday's coming up. We'll see what my boss, the boss gets me. Maybe... And boss me, my wife. To see what she buys me, what I've been wanting. Maybe I get a cool camera. And maybe I'll start posting more videos. We'll see. I don't know. I still write a lot. We could have we could have uh, posted a video. That would be funny as hell. We should do a video. It'd be time. a a two way. We could we have the recorder here, and we could sync the audio with the video with a you know a clap, and you'd have quality audio and quality video. I have no idea what he said, but that sounds amazing. Look for know. that. I don't actually know how to do that. Coming um, to you, twenty seventeen. We'll <laughs> we shall see. Oh, and the last thing, the truly last thing I'm done is finally my Dark Souls 2 Collector's Edition finally just fucking shipped. So another week of me waiting outside the front door like a like a freaking sad puppy. Punish yourself again with they that game. They just mailed it today. Punish yourself again. I'm not playing Dark Souls because I watched you play it in Tampa Sydney's, when we were there, and I said, fuck no. My buddy Sydney is borrowing it right now, and he loves it. Because it is a world-class game. And if you've beaten that Dark looks Souls like, like me... last generation's class. If you've beaten Dark Souls like me, you deserve a cookie. Because that game was hard as shit. Oh, good for you. That's all I have. <laughs> Brent, Brent's going right. to do their handy exit. And we're we here. are, because uh, Jim doesn't know how to do this because he hasn't podcasted very much. We're going to sign off. Thank you very much. As always, you can find Jim at filmgamesetc.com. Just look for anything posted by Jim Afanis. <laughs> uh, which, uh, I, you were on vacation, or not vacation, you were on travel for a week. And you posted shit. Posted shit. I was looking. I was looking. Reviews every day. Nothing. Logs. Wait for E3. It's going to be extravagant. It's Jim Fanis on Google+. Plus. You can follow him there. You can follow him on Twitter at jsefats, J-A-S-E-F-A-T. Uh, you can find me here on Comic Timing on comictiming.com or .net. What the what the f- I don't remember our website. Oh wow. Facebook.com slash comic timing. Yeah, I know it's ours. Facebook. Find it there. So you can you can find me there. Me and Ian are always posting updates on comic stuff. Ian and uh, you can find us there. Until next time, au revoir. You think you're a YouTube comedian? <laughs> okay, we are recording. What did you do? Get out! Turn the camera off!
fucking pussy. Mom! Mom! <laughs> All right, you ready to do this for real this time? You record right. it? Is it recording? It's recording. Proof? You want to you see the numbers? Test, test, test. You see, the, see the numbers? Yeah. All righty. All right. <sighs> we won't do the history of BK's bullets. <laughs> okay, let's get that. <laughs> All right, in three, two, one. 